You're listening to Meet the RIA. In this special podcast edition of the show, you'll get expert insight from some of the top registered investment advisors in the country. Here's your host, Jenna Dagenhardt, and today's special guest, Ross Cohen, Wealth Advisor at Barlett Wealth Management. Ross, it's great to have you with us. The start of a new year is an excellent time to review your overall investment portfolio and evaluate your existing asset allocation. What should you be looking for when you review your portfolio at the end of the year? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of considerations that you want to make uh, heading into year end reviewing your portfolio. Uh, First thing from a high level standpoint is, has your situation changed at all? Are there any objectives, any savings, any goals, uh, a home, a new car uh, that is coming up in the near future? Because you want to make sure that that is set aside in a safe investment. The other thing to consider is how your overall allocation has changed this year. This year, the stock market has vastly outperformed the bond market. So if you started the year with an 80-20, 80% stocks, 20% bond allocation, that might now be somewhere in the 90% range. This might be a good time at year end to go back and and trim from stocks and add to bonds uh, to align your allocation with its original purpose. Yeah, what kind of things make you consider rebalancing your investment portfolio? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you look for areas that have both outperformed and underperformed. Um, one thing I would look for coming into year end is maybe assets that have a loss. If it is in a taxable account, you might want to sell out of that holding, uh, realize the taxable loss, um, wait 30 days because there's the wash sale, and then repurchase it or maybe invest in something else. Yeah, I'm glad you bring up taxes. What are some tax considerations that investors might not be aware of that they need to keep in mind to help ensure they have a more financially stable future? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a couple of considerations. Uh, first one, as I mentioned, that the wash sale is something to, to keep in mind if you are harvesting losses from a taxable account. You cannot buy that security or a like security in either that, that account or uh, another account that you have, even if it's an IRA or Roth IRA for 30 days. Otherwise, that, that, t- that taxable loss is not, you cannot use that taxable loss. Uh, asset location is another thing to, to keep into consideration. So where do you have the mix of your assets? Um, if, you do, or if you do have some assets that produce income, it may make sense to have those in, in IRAs so you're not taxed on the income year over year. Uh, another consideration is uh, maximizing the tax benefits in IRAs or Roth IRAs before year end. What are your top investment strategies for the end of the year that can help investors maximize their money? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Heading into to year end, I think is a good time to, to take a step back and and real and take a look at your portfolio at what worked and what didn't work, uh, and it, it 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 might make sense to to rebalance your portfolio and adjust your overall allocation, whether that's the mix of stocks and bonds, or what type of stocks you're holding within the portfolio. If someone has self-employment income, why should they create a separate bank account for their business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's something that, that should be done if you 
do you have a side hustle or started on an entrepreneurial path? Um, the main reason is you want to segregate it. You want to see how that business is doing and you want to track your expenses and your income for that business separate from maybe your, your normal job. Uh, the other consideration is for taxes. You want to make sure that you have some money set aside uh, that is separate from your personal money uh, for the income and for the taxes from that, uh, that endeavor. Turning to inflation, investors are still trying to digest the highest inflation reading that we've seen in almost 40 years with CPI coming in at 6.8%. How can they prepare for inflation and combat this? Yeah, there's a couple of different things that investors can look to to combat inflation. Uh, one is series I bonds. It's something that I think goes a little bit under the radar. Uh, series I bonds can be purchased directly through the treasury, which is a little bit different than most investments where you where you buy it through a uh, advisor or through a broker. Um, so it's held directly with the treasury. Series I bonds are, are a great option because they have a much higher interest rate that is linked to inflation. Another option is uh, inflation uh, adjusted treasuries, uh, TIPS. Uh, those do track tra uh, inflation prices. That's another option uh, if you're looking in the fixed income space. However, they do have uh, an actually a negative yield uh, before inflation. So it needs to those need to do those need to have higher inflation than expected to perform well over the long term. Uh, and then it, this might be a little bit of a boring out answer, but stocks um, over the long term, stocks have tended to outperform inflation. And when you're comparing it to the bond market where you're getting negative real rates, um, the stock market does present a, a, an option for investors as well. What about real estate? How can investors leverage real estate during these inflationary times that we're living in? Yeah, real estate as it comes to inflation is kind of a tricky one. Um, most people, their real estate is their, their home, right? So the one way that they can use uh, real estate, their home, is to maybe look at a cash out refi if their home prices have appreciated in value substantially. Um, that would only make sense, though, if you get a low rate and you're able to invest that for the long term um, at a, and, and earn more than your mortgage rate, essentially. So it might be a little bit of a riskier strategy, um, but it is an option to tap into the appreciation in your real estate. I'm sure charitable giving is also top of mind for many investors right now as we head into year end. Could you explain the 50-30-20 rule as it relates to charitable giving? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great question. And to take a step back and understand the 50-30-20 rule, what that means is that 50% of your income should go towards your needs, 30% should go towards your wants, and 20% should go towards savings or investing. Um, as it relates to charitable giving, where does that fit into the 50, the 30, or the 20? Um, I would say that chari charitable giving would fall into that 30 and 30% that goes towards your wants. Uh, the needs, the 50%, the core, although it, it is you know, an option to put it in there, that's really more set aside for uh, either your mortgage or rent, your car payment, insurance, food, 
clothes, truly essential needs. Finally, Ross, what are some financial advantages that charitable individuals may not be aware of that they can leverage when making charitable contributions this holiday season? Yeah, there's two strategies that I want to talk about. The first one would be donating appreciated securities. So if you have a stock that has appreciated over the last year or multiple years, rather than than donating cash, uh, we would advise donating an appreciated security. That way you're not realizing the gain, paying the taxes, and then donating cash. Uh, It's a more tax efficient way to give to a charity. The second strategy that I want to discuss is uh, lumping. And essentially what lumping is, is rather than uh, donating a set amount for multiple years, uh, lumping it all into one year um, and doing it as a, as a lump sum. Um, and you actually don't have to give away all of that money. You don't have to donate it all in a single year. You can lump your contributions into what's called a donor advised fund but you still have that single year tax write-off and then you could actually distribute the donations over multiple years. Well, a lot to think about as we head into 2022. Ross, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you for tuning in to Meet the RA. Be sure to visit AssetTV.com, your source for financial news and information, and to check out our other additional episodes of Meet the RA.